greatest thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has Our been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar is more jobs. It's a late rally on Wall Street. It's too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon, here with Casey Smith and Michael Griffin. Guys, Troy. there's a storm a-brewing. Yeah, it is. Yes, there is, Troy. It's blood yeah. in the streets. I mean, it, it, it's gotten ugly this week, right? It is. I have not seen this amount of ugliness in quite some time right and you look in the mirror every morning exactly and that's yeah. i put that one on a t for you didn't I? you did thanks <laughs> appreciate yeah. it this is this is ugly to no eight i mean just because of the the, the huge swings yeah, yeah the speed yeah. i mean we, this is the fastest we've ever been to a, right to, to a bear market right exactly yeah so uh i mean let's let's take score real quick um obviously the volatility is so crazy I hesitate to put these numbers out. We don't uh, obviously broadcast this show immediately when we record it. Uh, as of Thursday afternoon, market's down 21.72% year-to-date. We have seen it down about 24% from the, the high, um, which was February 19th. So uh, things are going crazy. Uh, if your money's in utilities, you're doing better than everybody else, but you're just going to be the last person to zero <laughs> so it feels <laughs> uh energy is ugly and we'll talk about that in a second energy down 50 percent year to date 33.7 percent in the last five days yeah in five days yeah so uh, you know utilities down 15.27 consumer staples down 15.87 Healthcare down 16 tech is still holding up despite its huge uh gains in in recent uh months and even years you could say uh, and technology looking more expensive than everything else it's still holding up pretty well uh, real estate is down 16.67 and like i say you get down the two leading laggards um if you if that's even a, a leading thing. laggard that's it's like being the shortest wait never mind yeah right the ugly <laughs> you're the best looking Horse, no, that's the worst looking horse in the glue factory, right? Yeah, yeah. best Something looking like horse in the glue factory right now is utilities, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, financials down 32.5%, energy down 50% in just the last few days. As you said, KC, five days down 35%, but those are year to date numbers, right? Right. So, um, uh, what in the world is going on with energy? Well, Friday, there's a story to tell there, right? Yeah. Not only do we have a coronavirus going on, but... Right. This is the overlay, right? A, a global pandemic has now been officially declared. Yeah. However, the, the Saudis and the Russians are bickering over the price of a barrel of oil Yeah. in the middle of all this. Well... Perfect uh, timing. Exactly. Well, last week, Friday, Saudi Arabia wanted to um, reduce the production of, of oil in their country. And Saudi Arabia pretty much rules the globe in this. So uh, they, they encouraged all of OPEC, who agreed with them, that they would reduce oil. Russia, who is one of those bolt-ons that's not really in OPEC, decided that, uh, oh, no, wait a minute, I'm not cutting anything. So Saudi, what seemed in a rage, 
uh, decided, oh, you're not cutting? Watch this. Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah, it's exactly. one of those moments. So what did they do? Uh, by Monday morning, we saw oil down 20%. Yep. 20%. Driving the market 7% lower in one day with it. And we thought that was bad. Right. Uh, well, it was, Casey. <laughs> we it thought, was. We thought it was bad. It it's was all relative, though. It's all well, relative. It isn't the, everything in the world relative. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> even the ugliness we were talking about before, because while you look in the mirror every morning, so do I. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, as we see prices fall in oil, it took the rest of the market with it, but Honestly, let's think about that. Does it necessarily make sense? We've seen in 2014 the Saudi Arabians decided they would find the low spot where uh, the price of oil would stop producers in western North Dakota from pumping more oil or at least providing new um, wells. Right. So production gets slowed at around 27 bucks a barrel, I guess. Uh, or so it seemed. So we got down at that time to in the $13 range, I believe, uh, on a barrel of oil, which was ridiculous. In fact, it cost Saudi Arabia to, to swagger a little bit and almost fall themselves. They, right. they, they had uh, issues paying workers that were, were out of country. I mean, there, there was a lot of craziness that went on around that. So um, now Russia is saying... I don't want to play your silly game. I uh, don't care if, if uh, there is a significant decline in the price. We'll fill up every bucket in Russia with oil uh, if it doesn't sell, I guess. I mean, this is this is kind of a crazy thing to be considering. But well, Russia will blink at some point. Well, I believe so, too. Um, but yeah. in the meantime, here we are dealing with it. Um, next day, we saw a little bit of a relief rally. Um, oil bounced back. About 8%. Part of that was on, you know, the, the uh, political talk in the U.S. Um, but it, it really, and it caused, it caused stocks to, to rally a little as well. What did we see? 5% rally on the day. And then I think it sold off a bit right at close. We wound up up, you know, the market higher, a bit less than 4% on Tuesday. That was Tuesday, yeah. And then, um, you know, here we have Wednesday sell-off, Thursday sell-off this is this is more than a sell-off this is could you call this a crash i mean is this a market crash yeah, i mean we're down like i said 24 percent. that's ugly in in a few day span but think about what we lose in uh i think it was 37 percent in a day back in 1987 october wasn't it, it like 22 percent might have been but in in just a short still, few in, days in a it day was like 37 yeah, but 22 in a day that's still got to be yeah, that's the record. Yeah, that's 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 big one stuff. that I don't want to challenge. Oh uh, no. No, 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 no! Anybody who's Let's invested in in financial assets doesn't want to challenge those. Well, things. don't you think the sell-off is kind of getting ridiculous at this point? I mean, if you look at what was do you you probably don't know this off the top of your head. I should have prepped you before I asked you this question. But uh, go for it. The, the like the earnings on the S and P sure for twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. What do you know what that number was? Yes. It was like one sixty something or one. Uh, you mean as per far share as growth? Or per, per share. Well, I'll tell you what the PE was coming into okay, 2020. Does that work? That works. We were at about 22.46. Okay. It was about a 42% premium from the 16.5 PE that is our long-term PE. Today, 
16.7. All right, which is right about in line with our long-term average. Long-term average. average. Right? So what we've lost this 20-some percent year-to-date is getting us back down to what is now somewhat reasonable. Normal. So that would assume that with zero earnings growth, we're in line with the average. That was trailing earnings, that right? That was trailing earnings. So Now, so the, the point that I've made multiple times is we had, um, I mean, a lot of folks would rather look at the forward PE, which is current prices divided by expected earnings, which is like over the next 12 months. Right. So when you look at that number, we look cheap right now, which, what is that telling you? It's probably telling you that we might see estimates come down. Yeah. And reality well, I mean, come it, down. But even if you think like where a recession, at what point is a recession priced in? Like how much do earnings drop in a normal recession? Like 15, 20%? Well, negative. Really, I mean, you, you can see them drop in that, in that range. To be honest with you, I'm not as well versed in earnings. I, you know, the, as far as the declines, I can tell you what market declines are. Right. Uh, you know, the last two have been on an order of 50%. The last one was a little more than that, and the previous was around 48 or 9. Uh, so we had 52% in 2007 and 8, uh, right at that in uh, 2000 through 2003, yeah. the tech bubble. Um, the thing is different this time. You know, and, and anytime I always tell people, anybody that tells you it's different this time is a fool. <laughs> so here I go. Um, <laughs> the one thing I will say is we did see an inversion of the yield curve in late summer of 2019. Brought my my that uh, thing ears is, up. is my ears a up. Uh, ridiculous, ridiculously good predictor of a recession. It seems to be pretty good. But, you know, you say recession. We still are not officially in a recession, but. The the other thing that I've been watching very closely has been valuation. Mm -hmm. And I look at valuation, not necessarily by P.E., but the inverse of the P.E., so earnings divided by price, and then I subtract uh, inflation. So I get real earnings yield. Yep. And anytime it's below around 2%, you start worrying. Yep. It was below 2% at the end of 2019. I was worried. Um but the consumer has not been to pat so you strong. on the back, but you did say so at our state of the market in January. Well, that, that is true. The yep. the market was expensive. Earnings didn't grow as much as we would have liked. Yeah. At some point, that's not sustainable. Well, and absolutely. It's it's not a good situation when prices go up thirty one and a half percent and earnings on the S and P are up point six one percent in two thousand nineteen. That's exactly what we had. You know, the 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 market has has really uh, caused a lot of folks to be, uh, I mean, it, it's getting kind of nuts. It's a panic. I mean, this Without this is definitely a panic. Whether it's justified or not remains to be seen, I suppose. I mean, it's going to have an impact on earnings, no question. I would think it's very unlikely that we're not going into a recession at this right. point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if I guess the number to kind of keep an eye on, when did jobless claims come out? Is that tomorrow? Uh, it was last Friday. Last it comes Friday. out every Friday. Yeah. Okay, every Friday. So... Uh, we're uh, recording on Thursday. Thursday yeah. So, so th that is a, a major piece. Yeah. I mean, obviously jobs are going to be impacted, especially, you know, and I really feel for those hourly workers that are working in these stadiums and these concert venues and not everywhere that's going to be uh, closed down because that, Absolutely. you know, and when talking to Brian, who's 28, and I don't know what kind of job he has, but, um, you know, this is why you put aside those emergency reserves for Absolutely. times like this. So you can Absolutely. get by for 100%. a few weeks or a couple months. Hopefully it's not longer than that but right. um you I mean, know i mean we've talked about all the 
the sporting events and everything that have been postponed or, or canceled, I mean, the impact on jobs that that has for people that, you know, work those concession stands right. and, the, and the parking lots, I mean, it's, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to watch it closely. And the thing is, you know, some of that might turn around quickly if we can get some hope at the end of this, uh, you know, this coronavirus COVID-19 uh, scare, but the the uh, economy doesn't just turn on a dime. And to right. that point, we still are not seeing continuing claims, jobless claims, uh, that are at a point where it scares anyone. In fact, they were down 11,000 last week. Yeah, it was actually really good news last week, the, right. the jobless claims. But I think, you know, some not of this hasn't that. played out yet. Obviously, we're just getting in, in this country to start to see closures of things, obviously all the sporting events. Exactly. It's going to have an impact at some point. Um, yeah, there's there's no doubt. I'm not I'm not going to give anybody false hope in that regard. Yeah. Uh, but, but, I mean, rightfully so, and we talked about it a little bit off the air, the the fundamentals of the economy are still intact. I mean, that's true. The, the, yes, the market was expensive prior to now. <laughs> now it's not as expensive as it was. Right. Um, but 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 still, the point is, it's right at its average PE, trailing right. PE. Right. So and I mean, you're you're at a place that you know Roger Tuttero came to our state of the market event in January and said something like, "If we have a recession, it's going to be the recession we talked ourselves into." I don't think this is what he had in mind. No. No. But no. no. Who had this in mind? No. no this is one of those things coming. that you cannot forecast. Not at all. No. I mean, we've had a lot of those type of events. Think about the last ten years and and the type of events that we've had that were not forecastable. Right. You had a, a spill in in the Gulf of Mexico. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Uh, BP's, um, I forget what the name of my condo oil spill. Yeah. Um, the next year, we had a, a earthquake and tsunami in Japan. Right. Wiped out a, a, a nuclear plant. Mm-hmm. Later that year, we had Congress who couldn't get along. We talked about the fiscal cliff, and the next thing you know, S and P, Standard and Poor's, the rating side of Standard and Poor's, cut the um, rate on our sovereign debt from AAA, the top, down one to AA minor, or AA plus, and and uh, we had a, a sell-off about 16.5%. I mean, you, you think about these things, and you just really never know where those come from. No, you don't. And that's why you need to make sure your portfolio is structured in a way that you can absorb this kind of shock, you know, because it's going right. to happen at some point. We didn't think, you know, we always say it's, it's impossible to time it, and it is. But if you have liquidity set aside to cover you, just like you want an emergency reserve, you know, you also want to make sure that you've got investments that are not subject to the volatility of the stock market that are sitting out there. So in case you have a sh- in a shock like we've seen, um, that you're not, you know, you're not forced to sell. You're not having to panic. Well, yes, I mean, honestly, for our clients that are covered for 10 years worth of liquidity, our advice to them is turn your TV off, <laughs> go mm-hmm. outside and play with your family, you know, enjoy your time, whatever. Um, don't, don't watch the news because the coverage is crazy. It's mass hysteria, dogs and cats living together. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> wow. That is crazy. But, uh, Never would have thought that. Yeah. I mean, just, you, you can't, you can't, the worst thing you could do at this point is to sell out of the market. Yeah, well, um, especially now that we're getting back down to where we think it's it's a more reasonable price. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, we we've talked about valuation being one of the major uh, sticking points, and and uh, you know, over the last few days, we've saw that valuation 
uh, get more reasonable. It's yeah. uh, it's painful. Yeah. Uh, not fun, but it's easier to invest in a market where the, you know, I, and I'm not saying, hey, run out and buy a bunch of stuff. What I'm telling you is I, it's now gotten to where it's more viable. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm not as afraid of the market on fundamentals at this point, but I do believe that I would let things settle yeah. before I went and piled the rest of my fortune into the stock market right <laughs> i mean now. yeah that there's a good chance that we're we're going to go lower from here i mean just given if we're saying that the average pe is where we are right now um then that's basically not pricing in a recession right so if right. earnings were to just be flat and not grow like they did last year and yeah. then regardless we were up 30 percent right well it, earnings this year just to, to throw that out are expected to grow still by around 7%. Yeah. We came into the year, it was up, you know, in the high 8% range. I really believe that we'll see an adjustment lower. Uh, these are all like analyst opinions. Sure. And uh, while much of that has already been adjusted, we still don't have full clarity on what's going to happen with COVID-19. No, and that's no. The, the thing the, the market hates more than anything else is just uncertainty. Uncertainty, absolutely. So they have no idea, we have no idea how long this is going to last, what the you know, ultimate toll is going to be. Um, and, you know, we just got to kind of play the waiting game. Hopefully the market is, is pricing in kind of a worst case scenario already. And then, so, so when the news comes back, hopefully that it's not as bad as everybody thought and everything should recover. And hopefully it'll recover just as quickly as it fell. Um, yeah. cause people forget that we had a 20% market decline in less than a, uh, right about a year ago, the, the right. end of 2018, yeah, a little more than from September ago. to December, 2018 right. market fell 20%. Nobody re hardly noticed. Yeah. Well, it, it recovered by like before February was over. Right. So yeah. it was a very quick of recovery. The next year. Um, but it was a slower and less, there was less reason for that. Um, this one, it was fears of interest rate increases do we right. seem like we're in a different world now <laughs> yes it is it is a that whole... was not that long ago right and yeah. and you know it, it caused the market to have a fit but that's basically what it amounted to at the time right so i best thing you can do at this point is try not to watch the news too much practice just good hygiene practice good hygiene stay the course. wash your hands you know just stay yeah. the course don't sell and ride this out yeah exactly well hopefully you all um did well on your uh, fixed income side too. I'm saying the market's up next week. Couldn't possibly uh, be worse. I'm going right? to say it's up with conviction. Okay. Oh. There we go. I hope so, Troy. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll see you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments, it is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. 
Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.